guys. You got two bestie homeschool and mama's coming at you. This is Gail. And I'm Christina. How are you tonight, guys? We are super excited to be recording this very special Thanksgiving episode of the attitude of thankfulness for you guys. So let's start it out with this amazing Bible verse. It's Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This happens to be my favorite Bible verse of all time, (laughs) of all time. So I was super excited when Christina wanted to use it as part of our intro for today because it is literally my favorite. It's been my favorite since I was a kid. I've had it highlighted in the Bible that I got when I was confirmed when I was in sixth grade. So it's very, very special to me. Um, But it's so, so true. Absolutely. So, so true. So there isn't anything that you can't do without, you know, God on your side. Like he's totally there and the attitude of thankfulness is absolutely going to get you through all the things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, especially nowadays, it's kind of hard to have that. There's a lot that we see and deal with every day. And so it's easy to forget to be thankful. It is. And all the yeah. muck and all the yuck and yep. all the things in social media and all the things that you see on the, on the daily. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just I know, you know, we're working on World War Three happening right now, and there's the things yeah. that happened in Maine recently, and mm-hmm. so heartbreaking. Yeah. And those things are tragic. Yeah. And they are unfortunate and saddening, but you cannot live in that. Nope. And so we have to decide to live in an attitude of thankfulness, mm-hmm. even when it's hard. Even when it's hard. Yep. So we want to spend today talking about kind of the main areas that we are in every day. We want to talk about being a wife, being a mom, and being a homeschooler, and just being thankful in those areas in the everyday, and even on the days that it's hard, even, you know, when things are just tough. I think the thing that we think about when you think about thankfulness, you think about the big things, Mm -hmm. right? You think, oh, we made that paycheck was big enough for these bills. Or, oh, we got to go on that vacation this past summer. You know, the big things everybody's super thankful for. Mm -hmm. But we forget that the same and the mundane and the, you know, all those things Mm -hmm. are the things really are the things we need to be the most thankful for. Mm -hmm. Because as it is the same and as the mundane and it is the over and over again, while it is those things, mm-hmm. aren't we so lucky that we get to have the same and yes. the mundane? Yes. Yep. Would we want it any other way? Right. I mean, I hate change. <laughs> Me too. I'm going through quite a bit of it at the moment. <laughs> but there's going to be thankfulness in that as well, you know, mm-hmm. in the change, because I feel like you know God's calling us to that change in some fashion. Yep. All right. What's the first thing we're going to talk about being thankful through? Well, let's start off with what I think is the most important on our list, and that is being a wife. Amen, sister. Part of that triangle. Amen. Yes. Okay. So it's not always easy being a wife. (laughs) Sometimes it's wonderful. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's maddening. Mm -hmm. But would we want to be anywhere else? I wouldn't. Not usually. Not usually. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real here. <laughs> Is there any other way? Nope. I mean, no, not usually. 99.9% of the time, I am so grateful and honored to be my husband's wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful that he's such a good provider mm-hmm. that I get to do what I get to do mm-hmm. because he is so good at what he does. Mm-hmm. I get to do all these fun little passion projects and things like this because he lets me, I don't want to say it that way. He doesn't let me do anything, but he, (laughs) (laughs) 
let's just get that out of here real quick. <laughs> let me do anything. Like I don't have to ask permission. We are we are together on all the things. We make decisions together, right? <laughs> but like his hard work allows me to go through my passion projects and work on things that are important to me on a daily basis without having to punch a clock. And I'm very grateful for that. We we couldn't do the things that we do if we didn't have them. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. My dream has always been to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I couldn't do that if he wasn't willing to work hard. Yeah. And if it wasn't as important to him as it is to me. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it it I think for a long time for us, it wasn't as important to both of us. Like we thought that the paycheck was more important than doing the things. Mm -hmm. And that's why it took so long for me to get home. And now that I am home, it's we we see the value Mm -hmm. in the non-paycheck, you know. Mm -hmm. But he works really, really hard for me to get to do all the fun things too. Aside from just being a mom and aside from just being a homeschooler and aside from just being his wife, like I get to do these fun things too, Mm -hmm. which I wouldn't. He's supportive in that. He's very supportive Mm -hmm. in that fact. And there's not a lot of husbands. I I don't think that there's a ton of husbands that would work a full job. I I think, I think that being a stay at home mom is, is misunderstood in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And so I think that they think that you're just sitting at home eating Eating bonbons. bonbons. (laughs) You know, there's this misunderstanding about what happens when you're at home. And, and so, but I do a lot of, a lot of chaos management when I'm at home with my son and we're doing the homeschool and, you know, and I do all the things for my husband and, and all the things, the supportiveness that he gives me to do the passion projects is very, very grateful and very thankful for all those things. Absolutely. I am very grateful to have a husband that is here. Mm-hmm. You know, we both grew up in homes where our parents were divorced. Amen. And not having that for our kids. Yeah. Having that commitment. Having him. I mean, just the fact that he's here. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't. Well, I didn't present. grow up present. Yeah. You know, like not just, just being here is yeah. one thing, but being a present dad. Mm-hmm. And he, he is a very present dad. He is. He is. He's a very present dad. And he is. I love seeing when um, it was Victoria's birthday. Was it Victoria's birthday? I don't know. There's been lots of birthdays. <laughs> I think Help it was Victoria's birthday. And he read a, a like a letter to her. Oh, her 13th. Yes. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. DJ's is coming up. He's next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is crazy like it was just it was the most special thing i'd ever seen he decided that when each of the kids turned 13 they have to pick their favorite their life bible verse their favorite verse and then present it to who's ever at their their party and make it a special memorable thing but then he writes a letter to them as well that he reads out loud to them and so it was so awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was just oh, so cool. Like being a here dad mm-hmm. and a present dad, mm-hmm. you know. Same thing with Landon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, he turned 19 and found out we were pregnant and he could have bolted the other way. Not in the lot of 19 year olds would have stuck around, mm-hmm. you know. So I was grateful that he stuck around and then through all the muck of the beginning of our marriage, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was plenty of times both of us could have bolted the other way. Yep. Yeah. I find myself, uh, you know, I'll just have moments where I'm, they're doing something totally simple or routine and it's just, he's here, he's staying, he's doing this. Um, yeah, my dad wasn't around when I was a kid. So the fact that our kids get to have both of us there all the time is just something that that's really important. Yeah. It's hard to express. It is. Because we don't ever remember that being a thing. hmm Yeah. The only time I ever saw it was with my grandparents. Mm. Yep. You know, and my grandparents were married until the day they died. And, but of course, that's not the same. Yeah. You know, because they're not there every day, you know, with you. But. Just knowing that our kids don't have to go through the same heartache and questions and. 
mm-hmm. hurt that I went through, mm-hmm. just it's huge. That's the best gift he could ever. Out of all the, all his quirkiness, <laughs> all the things that you know they're not perfect. So all the things that he does, that I'm like, really, <laughs> which mm-hmm. isn't a ton, but there are times, right? All of that, it you know, it doesn't matter. Oh, they do that to us plenty. Oh they're yeah, like, seriously, I mean, they do. But S- seriously, yeah, yeah. So just you know, just knowing that he's here is really yeah. the important part. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like Selena and I are going through this little bit of transition in our life right now with some things with our Christ journey and being able to communicate with each other. Like this morning I said to him and I was like, Hey, you know, going through this, you know, change in our life right now, you know, we have, you have to know Satan's going to come after us and we have to be on the same page. Being able to say that to him, you know, and him not be like, what do you mean? We're fine. You know, not have him jump down my throat or, you know, be like, well, our marriage is fine. What are you talking about? And just be like, yeah, absolutely. We, you know, if there's something you feel or something you're different or, you know, you feel Satan's coming at us and let me know and we'll talk through it. And that's, that's huge too, to have somebody who's willing to hear you and willing to talk it through. And because again, I know that that's hard right now. In this day and age, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of dudes that'll do that. <laughs> yeah. They'll sit there and have that communication, the open communication and hear you. And that's something about about him that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. That he'll really hear me, but he'll also tell me. <laughs> he'll really tell me now because he didn't used to. He'll really tell me when, I, when I'm being a punk. <laughs> but lovingly. You're like, come on now. Let's not do this. <laughs> That's funny. Ah, uh, they're good guys. They are. They're really yes. good guys. So being a wife is a lot of fun uh, when you have someone there to do all the fun things with. Mm-hmm. And in all the all the times that it seems hard or feels hard, just remembering those things, those reasons that we fell in love with them to begin with, mm-hmm. it's always very helpful. Well, honestly, I, I think I love him more now than I did when I Absolutely. fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. And honestly... Sometimes the the kid I fell in love with, I don't know if if I'd fall in love with that same kid now. You know what I mean? Well, you're different. He's different. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I want to remember you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like you better now than I do than I right. do with the 19-year-old you. Right. He's aged very well. He's much like a fine wine. It's like... <laughs> You know, you see those pictures of these guys, like the list goes like celebrities or something like George Clooney or Richard Gere, you know, those kinds of guys who like were really, really good looking when they were super young. But when they got older, oh, man, there's only one star that's popping in my head and he has been fabulous the whole time. Who's that star? You know. Oh, Shamar Shamar Moore. Moore. (laughs) As soon as she said, you know, and I was like, oh, "Oh, yes, Mm -hmm. Uh that is her. That is her go-to. You all now know. <laughs> yeah. Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore is her fave. It's and my fave. I mean, how can he not be? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, Criminal right. Minds, Hondo, all day long. Yeah. But you're not wrong. He has aged like a fine wine, if at all. I don't know that he's aged at all. No. God bless him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, Landon's the same way. Like, he seriously, I looked at our pictures from our engagement that hangs on the wall in there, and then I look at us now, and I'm like, yeah, he's way better looking now than he was when he was 19. <laughs> and it's not, like, guys are, I, I, I definitely don't look better guys now. Guys age differently they than do. we do. It's not fair. It's not fair. I, I definitely don't look as good no. now as no. I did when I was I'm 19. I'm saying no about me, not no about it's fine. you. I totally understand. <laughs> I follow you. But he looks way better now yep. than he did when he was 19. Yeah. When he was 19, he still had that round baby face and, you know, just didn't look grown up. And now he's like, Damn, you fine. <laughs> I look it over. I look over him some days, and I'm like, I don't understand how I got you. You know, God knew what He was doing. I guess. Yes. I guess. So I, it's been a few years now, but for one of David's birthdays, I don't remember which one, but I took however many years that was, and I, I got a notebook and I wrote down. Let's say it was 40. I don't think it was 40. I wrote down 40 things mm-hmm. that I loved about him oh, or appreciated cute. about him. And so every once in a while, I'll pull that back out and I'll add 
a few more Aww, things to it and you know cute. put it on his pillow so he sees it and so you know maybe writing some of those things down yeah to look back on sometimes yeah. too is yeah that might help you know when you're having an a tood instead of an attitude of thankfulness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you get when you got the tood yeah because we all fell in love with them mm-hmm. for amazing reasons right mm-hmm. and they're still here for amazing reasons right so sometimes just reminding ourselves of those reasons right. is helpful right i like it yeah all okay. right well What's let's talk one? about being a mom mm. our hardest job ever mm-hmm. but our most rewarding job ever in my opinion yeah and today i just my kids are healthy that really is is um you know strong in our heart right now yeah so despite the frustrations they can cause and the days they can have and the moments where we go hide in the the prayer closet Mm -hmm. despite all of that they're here and they are healthy they are our most amazing gift so precious. So precious. Even on the days that I just want to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, being a mom is so hard. It's so hard, but it's so rewarding. And it's so hard. And it's so joyful. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so hard. It really is. I think we underestimate the thought of being a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember when I was 16 and I was like, I just want to be a mom. I just, I want to be a mom one day. And then I get, I'm here now and I'm like, it is nothing like what I expected it to be. And I think that that's important though for people to hear because it's okay if it's not everything, one, if it's not everything you expected it to be, or two, if it's absolutely nothing like you expected it to be, Mm -hmm. because it can be exactly what God wants it to be. Mm -hmm. And that may be nothing you expected. And it still may be wonderful. Yep. It might be hard. Oh, it's hard. Way harder than you ever imagined. It is absolutely. And there may be days that you think that you are not going to make it. Trust me. I have plenty of those days. We have been there. But these little people that are eventually going to be big people, you know, and parents of their own one day <laughs> will look back and say they did a good job. Because, you know, they're going to become parents and realize how dang hard it is, too. And then they'll be like, oh, I see what they're saying now. I think remembering that God made these children specifically for us is a huge way for me to remember to be grateful, especially in those times where it's like, oh, I don't think I can do this anymore. Just knowing that our kids were given to us by God because we are the best parent for them. How can you go wrong? And there are days that I struggle with that thought process for me. Okay. Because I was not given Corey biologically. But I, I know, I know. And and I know God brought Corey to me through foster care and all of those things. But there are days when he's really hard and I'm like, was he really meant for me? Uh, <laughs> You know, and I just have those horrible, horrible questions in my head, Mm -hmm. you know, because we are our worst. Right. Right. Because we're humans Mm -hmm. and humans, we're Mm -hmm. just full of fault Mm -hmm. and we're full of sin. And I know that he is so good here and like he's thriving here and he's exactly where God has planned him to be. And he looks just like your husband. He looks just like his daddy. You know, it's hard some days because you think. It's easy to say that baby was grown in me. They were meant for me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and when they're adopted and things, it's you can't mm-hmm. help but on those hard days be like, yeah, I can, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not that it's right yeah. <laughs> in any I, way, shape or form, but it definitely gets to you sometimes. I can see that. I, I do fully believe that God placed him in your home because you were the right mom and dad for him yeah but i can i can see how that would be an emotion to struggle with when you're an adoptive parent yeah and 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 too like when you're when it's special needs and Mm -hmm. when it's something Mm -hmm. you're not familiar with and you know and then there you throw genetic stuff inside Mm -hmm. there and again things you're not familiar with 
trying to learn the ins and outs of all of the things and trying to become the advocate for your kid. And there's so many many different layers, more layers than you ever anticipated to momhood. Well, and that mom guilt. Yeah. (laughs) Plays such, such a hard role. Yeah. So it's just being a mom can be really, really hilarious. And that's where right now, because see, it doesn't sound like you're very thankful, right? So that's where you have to remember that I have seen him grow mm-hmm. all so much this year. Mm-hmm. And I have seen him grow leaps and bounds in places where they thought he would never be, you know, when we yeah. got him when he was young, young, young. And then when they told us that he had autism and had this and that, you know, stag one and all the things and that he likely wouldn't do this or wouldn't do that or wouldn't do that. And, you know, his IQ and stuff. It's just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll show you. <laughs> Maybe like, give me a number. I'll show you Cute. every time that kid. Yep. It can be draining, exhausting, challenging, stressful, all the things. But taking those moments that we're struggling to take a breath and to remember all the things that they are Mm -hmm. exceeding at and all the sweet moments where they say something sweet, do something sweet. You see that progress. Go in and go watch them sleep. Oh, I love that. It's my favorite thing to do when you're really struggling with your kids. Yes, yes. Is to go in and watch them sleep. Yes. Because they're quiet. They're peaceful. Yes. It's their most innocent state. Yes. And then pray over them. Yes. Yes. Oh, that is such. Pray over them while they're sleeping. Good advice. I have one more. Yeah. Hug them. So I, I heard this, I don't know, statistic somewhere forever ago. It was when I, before kids, when I was still working in the school, but Mm -hmm. it was about how hugs naturally calm someone down. Mm. And so the longer you hug for, the the more you just release your anxiety or your worry or whatever. So whenever the kids are having a hard time or I'm having a hard time, I give them a hug. Mm -hmm. And then the goal, we kind of make it a game. Like, can we hug for a minute? Mm. And when they're really, really frustrated, you can feel the tension in them for the first 10, 15, 20, mm-hmm. get to 30 seconds and you they just relax and they start breathing better. You yeah. start breathing better. And by the time you get to a minute, you're laughing and giggling. And I don't know what it is, but I'm not like, I'm a hugger, but I'm not like a giant hugger with my kids. Well, let's be real. A minute long hug is a little well, awkward. It, it's it's not even that. It's It's just the... I don't know. I've just never really been like a huge hugger with my kids, which I don't know why. Mackenzie doesn't. She's never really been a huge hugger with me until she got to be a little bit older. And it was only when she asked for them. And it was usually when she didn't feel awesome. And there's a code word that she uses when she needs one. And so she'll tell me the code word and I go give her the hug totally no no questions asked yeah no questions asked no nothing just that's awesome do the hug and so you know that's really helpful and so and with Corey, it's hard because he's kind of like don't touch me he's Mm -hmm. not a snuggler Mm -hmm. and so i try with Corey, but it's very difficult with him because he's just like don't touch me Mm -hmm. which is weird because he likes to snuggle next to landon which really ticks me off I'm like, dude, you you sit like you're like basically inside your dad's skin and you won't. I don't know. It's super frustrating for me. And I don't know if it's because like he's with me 24 mm-hmm. seven and he like sees his dad three days wow. a week. But <sighs> the things they do. Right. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. But that brings you back to the being thankful yeah. that Landon's here. Yeah. And that he has Landon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that they do the things and yep. that they have their time together and that he will snuggle with him because at least I know he's attaching, mm-hmm. you know, because I was super worried that he would never attach to anybody after mm-hmm. they took him away from us for that short period when he was super small during his attachment period. And pretty sure he didn't really get that feeling mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. between those months. Mm-hmm. It took a really long time for him to even like let us hold him a lot or anything when he was small after he came back when he was one. It was really hard. So yes, we like hugs, but we have to be very selective in when they happen around well, here. And maybe that makes them more meaningful for maybe. you, right? Because they're not, I have one that it, he hates hugs. He hates yeah. them. He doesn't want them. But you can tell when he needs it and how it makes a difference, even though. Your little girl likes them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She likes to hug Corey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She likes her Coco. Oh, yes, yes. Our littlest ones are destined to get in trouble. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. I swear Christina and I are going to be in-laws at some point one day between our two littles. It's hilarious. Oh, and that'll add a whole nother level of besties. (laughs) (laughs) See. Oh, goodness. Okay. So we still have the life of a homeschooler Mm -hmm. to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you that are, again, one of those things that we wouldn't change for anything, but. So excited to be a part of it now. Oh, but it's so hard sometimes, too. So hard. Right? Yeah. We have those days where we feel like we're failing. We have those days where we feel like they're not learning anything. And mm-hmm. why am I explaining this to you for the 10th millionth time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yep. So there's all those moments. That it's- starting first grade in the middle of October. It's fine. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's when there we finished no kindergarten, but it's fine. Say, say it with me. There is no behind at homeschool. Yeah, there's no behind. It's there's fine. no behind at homeschool. It really was fine. I mean, it is. he was ready. It was fine. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> we have those moments, right? Where it's yeah. like, okay, this is a lot. This is hard. This is, you know, whatever. But we get to be home with our kids. We don't only have 18 summers. We right. have 18 years. Right. 16,820 hours, I think it was. Or 30 hours, something like that. And we get to watch the light bulbs go on. Mm -hmm. We get to help them discover their passions and explore. We get to be there for all of those moments. And we get to protect them from all the... All the I mean, you can't protect them from everything. That's not what I'm saying. But... We get to protect him from all of the crud. That- a, lot of the, a lot of the ickies that mm-hmm. are out there that we don't need them to be a part of. Yep. That are unnecessary for them to be a part of. Yep. We get to instill our values mm-hmm. and our faith. Mm-hmm. And just... It's, an, it, it's a pretty awesome journey. It is a pretty awesome journey. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's a, kind of along the lines of... I'm not sure where this episode will fall in with our entrepreneurship um, spirit episode that we have, but like with that freedom and that independence Mm -hmm. of that spirit of, you know, of lifestyle. So it's a lot like that, you know, where you just have this freedom and, and independence of where you want to go, where, when you want to do it, what you want to learn. And there's really nobody there to tell you, you can't. You get to do what's best for, for your, your kids' your learning kids. style, yeah, and what they're interested in. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. It is. Well, and I, I really love that you know we're learning science through the vision of creation mm-hmm. this year. Our science book is through our creation, like the Genesis book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is so cool. Because there's so many times nowadays, you know, scientists are trying to disprove creation. And I love that we're learning science through creation. Mm -hmm. And I just think that that is the raddest part of homeschool right now. Rad. She just said rad. I just said rad. (laughs) I just aged myself a little bit right there. rad. So rad. I do like that word. (laughs) That's funny. Yes. It's pretty cool. I mean, and before we had a science book, you know, we were learning just about clouds from the library. Mm -hmm. And he was ecstatic about that. Those were our nighttime books, was reading about the cumulonimbus or whatever they are. Yes. Serious clouds. Yes. This reminds me, too, of being thankful for the freedom to homeschool. Mm -hmm. You know, that we as the parents get to decide because it wasn't all that long ago that yeah. parents couldn't even though right homeschooling is it's the natural way to the, learn the natural way to learn and the way 
people learned for a very long time very long before time. public school started mm-hmm. but you know it wasn't it was in our lifetime that mm-hmm. parents were still going to jail for yeah like what 1991 90 89 91 or 93 here like in Arizona yeah yeah not that long ago so incredibly thankful for those that fight for our freedom to homeschool yeah reminds me of how important it is to keep that fight going yeah yeah. And I mean, to continue to be thankful every day that we get yep. to do it because and not be so stuck in the muck of yep. the daily grind and yep. all of those things that we forget to be continually yes. thankful that we get to do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just it's easy to get stuck in the mundane and, and the day to day and all the things that you're doing and and forget that this is a pretty cool thing we get to do. Mm-hmm. And our kids get to do Bible studies with us and we get to pick, you know, their extracurriculars and and they yep. explore how they want to explore. Yep. Be there for those moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. Yes. There are so many things that we have to be thankful for, whether it is being thankful in our role as a wife or a mom or as a homeschooler. Mm-hmm. Do you have a couple tips that are things that you do? I mean, we kind of already shared some of the the things we do, but anything, what's your go-to tip for when you are struggling with that attitude of thankfulness and, you know, not being as thankful as you want to be? Well, I, I would love to say that I like jump into the word, but that's just not as typical for me. So I tend to talk to Landon. Mm. I tend to be like, hey, I'm feeling really grumpy, mm-hmm. you know, or I need a date mm-hmm. or something, you know, and yeah. get out of the grumbly. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I need to get out of the mundane in order yeah. to like kind of appreciate what I'm doing. Yeah. But not like on a regular basis, get out of it, but just like kind of step back for a minute. Sure. And then talk to him about kind of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and then he typically will say, Hey, you you need to be praying some more. And he's much more realistic and idealistic about those kinds of things than I am. I'm just, I'm busy, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'd love to say that those are the things that I do first and foremost, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Landon is usually the one who, you know, comes and reads me my book and, you know, we do those things together. And so if he's not doing it with me, then I'm not doing it. I usually have to go to him and and be like, "Hey, man, I just I'm not I'm not doing hot." But again, it's it's I'm grateful to have him to be able to do that with. Mm-hmm. And then he brings me around. Yeah, they're good at that. They are. I tend to cry. I just I just need to cry it out. I mean, that sounds kind of silly, but sometimes I just need to. Yeah, go no, to a I, quiet spot. Sometimes I can, it's going to David and I, I just, I need a hug. Yeah. And then the, the tears come and I get it out and then I can compose myself and then we can move on yeah. and we can keep going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I will say that the other thing that has been, and I know I've mentioned it before in a past episode, but my prayer journal yeah. that I started somewhat recently has yeah. been huge for me. Because it is easy to forget about the things that are blessings, but they're always there, right? Like it's just, it, it's easy to to think, oh, my prayers aren't being answered or things are really tough, things are really hard. When are things not going to be hard? But if you're, if you're writing it down and you're seeing those prayers being answered, whether they're big prayers, little prayers, everyday prayers... Yeah. It's like, oh, look at how I'm being taken care of. Right. Look at how much God loves me. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. So I would highly suggest a prayer journal. Yeah. It's it's that for me, it's that sitting down and Well, there's it. that. Mm-hmm. But, but there's I'm, talk to text. I'm just, you know, it could yeah, be a digital. Talk to text. <laughs> yeah. It could be digital. Well, and I'm started to get better like every night, like the last couple of uh about week or so i've been trying to sit down every night and do like a to-do list for the next day oh and that has really like helped me kind of like a brain dump yeah yeah yeah. 
you know, I know you've Mm -hmm. talked about those before, but like a brain dump for the next day just, and that really is helping me like clear out my brain so Mm -hmm. that I can do what I have to do the next day Mm -hmm. and I don't feel so overwhelmed. Sure. And so I'm wondering, maybe I'll just add on like a little five minute thing at the same time. There you go. Because I have been sitting down and doing my little to-do list Mm -hmm. every night. Hmm. Mm, Look, we gave her an idea. Mm -hmm, Folks, Ah. we'll check back in on that. Yeah, you're going to have to report (laughs) back to us. Yeah. Love it. I mean, I have done journals before. Sure. But you know me. I always start something and I never finish it. So That's not true. I'm just never very... Well, that's not true. You're right. I like to start big things sometimes and I struggle to continue on with them for extended periods of time because I'm me. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all can say that we do that. I mean, maybe not everybody, but I think most people, you know, we we get an idea. We want to try something new and then maybe it doesn't. It's the ADHD brain in me. Like I get very excited about something and then I hyper fixate on it for, you know, two, three weeks and then I hyper fixate on something new. And so whatever I was hyper fixating on moves to the wayside and then I hyper fixate on something new. And so that's just. Okay. We're on episode what now? So yeah. 17. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but this is fun. Well, of course it's fun. We're. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're here yeah That's this funny. is fun so and i can stay hyper fixated on this for a long period of time i think because i'm enjoying this mm-hmm. a lot it's hard to not when you're when you're hanging down, out with your best day. With your best day. yeah yeah okay well thanksgiving yeah is thanksgiving is tomorrow tomorrow yeah tomorrow tomorrow can you believe it the year's almost over it's almost Christmas. I know. Don't say it's the year's on. It's like the best time of the year. Yes, it really this is. This is my favorite time of the year. Is your house already decorated at this point? For Christmas? No, like for Thanksgiving. Do, like, do you decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving? Sometimes Me we too. can't quite wait <laughs> until Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, my husband would decorate like November 1st if I let him. You won't let him? Um, it depends on the year. Yeah, Landon's the same way. He's like you. He's like, no, I'm not going to let it be up for two months. And I'm like, dude. I'm okay with it being up for two months. I just, I really like fall too. So I don't want to quite rush through the fall stuff. Mm. Do you have fall decorations? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, those those, four pumpkins right there, that's my whole whole fall situation. There's not a whole lot. I've seen my Christmas decorations. I I know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love Christmas. I love Christmas so much. We tend to not always wait. Well, do you think that the puppy will do well with the Christmas decorations? Oh, guys, we got a puppy. Guys, she got a puppy. (laughs) I love the puppy. I don't know. Which is why I think... They, they'll probably be up less time this year. <laughs> he's a bit of an escape artist, so... He's a puppy. He's a puppy, but he's so <laughs> stinking cute. He's yeah. a blue-eyed little husky guy. He's so cute. So cute. Aww. Yeah, my new little love. Yeah. Yeah, so tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Be thankful. Yes. Enjoy the time with your family. Yes. Go around the table and say something you're yes, thankful with. we do that every thankful year. Thankful about for the whole year or, or at that moment mm-hmm. or about your family or whatever you guys decide the theme will be. Mm-hmm. But share. Share with the people you're with tomorrow because it's going to be freaking awesome to mm-hmm. be able to be with them, be yes. thankful that you're with them. Yes. And I challenge you when you share what you're thankful for. To not just pick the big things. Yeah. And if you're with people you don't like, leave. (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying. What if we're hosting? Make them leave. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Life is too short. Okay. (laughs) Life is too short. If you are with people that you do not like for Thanksgiving, 
Don't do it. Don't do it. Seriously. It doesn't need to be awkward. Doesn't need to be horrible. Just don't do it. I'm just saying. This is my personal opinion. I don't know. There's we can a agree to disagree. Go to heaven. Like <laughs> there's family. There's in-laws. There's you know. No, I stand by my statement, <laughs> especially on both of those situations. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I just why why I have a harder time with this than you do. I know because know you don't this. like conflict, but I will take the conflict if it means that I I for, okay listen. This could be a whole another episode, y'all. Oh oh wait, we do we need to write this down. <laughs> this could be a whole another episode, episode number eighteen. Will right? be. <laughs> it's really good, but I think that it's important for you to enjoy the people that you're around and not just feel like you have this responsibility to be there because you have a blood relation to them. If they are not bringing value to your life in a way that is responsible, like if they're not bringing value to your life in which they're enriching your life in some way, or they are family that or family or somebody that is abuse abusive or they're hurting you emotionally or you know things of that nature and you think that they have to be there because they're related to you it is untrue there are so many layers right there that we could unpack and go down and i'm just saying so yes do not do not be around people that are hurting you yes don't be around people that are hurting you for thanksgiving just because other people tell you you have to however i'm just saying however Oh, there's no however, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I think there is a however. Just to, you know, it's Thanksgiving and there's family and we want to share the love of Jesus. <laughs> I, I still love you. Doesn't mean I have to sit across the table from you. I can have love for you. Doesn't mean I have to be in the same room. Fair. I'm just saying. Very fair. It's no judgment. It's no judgment at all. I just, I think that too many people spend their time play nice. Like they're, they're, they're just play nice, pretending play nice. And it's awkward. And I think that it's unfair. Like I don't, I don't do that. I I spend time with my family that I enjoy. Well, we do pick our friends, right? So we get to choose who we want to spend time with. Yeah. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yeah. I like my, uh, I mean, chosen family, obviously, is a chosen family for a reason. So, but yeah, I've, I've got plenty of family members that I don't see. And, and there are specific reasons for it. And, you know, obviously that's not anybody's business but my own. And I'm not saying you have to tell anybody, anybody's, you any reasons or anything. I'm just saying, if somebody is there and you don't want them there and it's your house, I don't invite what, them, even. I think what she's saying is <laughs> boundaries are important. That's the words. That's the words. Boundaries are important. Boundaries are important. Yes. And it's it's okay to have those on Thanksgiving. It is. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. Christina and I are never going to agree on all of those things, but boundaries are well, important. Well, because I think I think everyone's boundaries are going to be different. Oh, they're for sure going to be you different. Know. Yeah. So there is, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're always going to be different. Yeah. But yeah, just, I want you guys to remember, because I don't think enough people say this with holidays, mm-hmm. you know, like if somebody's, you don't want somebody there, don't invite them. Or if you're somewhere where you're not comfortable, leave. It's Okay. It really is. It's your Thanksgiving, too. I mean, just make sure you and your spouse are on the same page. That is that is key, especially if it, there's this is an in-law thing. Yeah. Just make sure you and your spouse are on the same page. Yep. Yeah. Very true. Before we go, yeah. what is, just for fun, mm-hmm. what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Mm, pumpkin pie. 
Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> she didn't have to think about that at all. Oh. I was kind of going for like the meal, not the dessert, but I didn't oh. really specify that. Well, pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, a pumpkin is. <laughs> okay. um, I don't know. I don't love turkey. I don't either. Because it's dry a lot of times. You got to do it right. You do. If you're going to do a turkey. I will eat it, but I'd much rather have it in the leftovers yeah. the next day. I like ham if you're going to do ham. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do ham for Thanksgiving, I would like a ham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't love the sweet potatoes oh. with the marshmallows on top. Oh. It's not my favorite. I like it with the... I don't like stuffing. Oh, I'm getting so excited to eat Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't like stuffing. I like green beans and asparagus, but I don't like green bean casserole. I know. Just give I me. I don't even know what to say right now. Give me a boring salad and what? some ham, and I don't like what? cranberries. What? I want pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pumpkin pie it is. I want all the mashed potatoes. I could do mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, sweet potato, like all the sides. Yeah. I want the sides. Mashed potatoes and rolls. Rolls, the Hawaiian, Hawaiian rolls. rolls. Yes. Okay, <laughs> mashed potatoes and Hawaiian rolls right there. There it yes. is. Right there. That's, okay, so okay. we have, okay, it's a dessert too, but my mom used to make the best. We call it green fluff. Oh. And it's like pistachio, yeah, the pistachio pudding. With the marshmallows. Marshmallow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so good. That's like and our the, family um, favorite. Did that have the um, like couscous noodles in it? God bless the, you. The. <laughs> Like the tapioca noodles? Oh, no. No? No. Serious? No. Yeah, serious. Ours has pineapple, maraschino cherries. The whipped cream. Nuts, whipped cream. But no, no, no. No. I've never heard of that one. (laughs) They're like little tiny round. My mom used to call it frog-eyed salad because the little noodles look like little frog eyes. I think they're tapioca noodles. Now uh, that I think about it, I don't know. I don't noodles know. is throwing me off. That's where I'm. They're called noodles? Tapioca? Well, like the little. The tapioca balls. Those are noodles? Well, they're like dough noodles. They're like they're doughs. I dough? I, I don't know. In my head, I thought they were like jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see our faces right now. I wish this moment that this was a video. Podcast. <laughs> you just see the two of us looking at each other trying to figure the shenanigans out right now. That's hilarious. This I'm so funny. gonna look that up when we're done. Yeah. I don't know. Is I thought it was a noodle. Uh, <laughs> Tapioca. I'm gonna look it up right now. Tapi- when I was a kid, I Tapioca Pearls. Pearls. See, I knew it wasn't a noodle. I don't know. Okay, so when I was a kid. My brother told me they were fish eggs. <laughs> so, so I wouldn't eat them for a very long time. Yeah. So my mom called it um, frog-eyed salad because it was green frog and had the marshmallows. And, marshmallows, yeah, that's an yeah, too. And had the tapioca noodles. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, tapioca pearls or whatever. They look, pearls. They I don't know. Like that doesn't sound tiny, right either. Tiny but... boba. Boba. That's the word. <laughs> tiny boba. Love it. Love it. So funny. Anyways. Oh, goodness. We digress, y'all. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. So much to be thankful for. <laughs> we are thankful for all of you. We are. We are. Um, We're so glad that you guys found us. And sorry if this episode like totally turned you off. <laughs> no. They just love us even more now. Because we're such wackadoodles. We're wackadoos, but oh, man. we are thankful wackadoos. <laughs> we are thankful wackadoos. <laughs> yes. We try and find joy in all the things. Absolutely. I think that's the part about attitude of thankfulness is yep. trying to find the joy. Absolutely. Even in all the in all the yuck. Yep. You know. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, I hope you found value in today's episode. And we really pray that you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your friends and families and whoever you choose to be around tomorrow. 
We are, again, so grateful that you are here with us. And if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to like it, share it, review it, do all the things, join us in our communities. We hope to see you around and make sure to share with all your friends and family when you chat with them tomorrow about all of the craziness that you heard today. (laughs) Right? Absolutely. All right. Chris is going to pray us out about attitude of thankfulness. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Help us to always be thankful for the many blessings. Thank you that we get to live in a free country. Thank you that we are free to homeschool. Thank you that we are free to to worship you. And just um, thank you for making us wives and moms and homeschoolers um, and all of the different hats that you've given us. Help us to have a fun and safe day tomorrow. And thank you for loving us, even though we are not worthy. I pray this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Wednesday. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie.